0: Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Kiss and Tell Radio. Kiss and Tell Networks has collaborated with our amazing co-producers, Reverie Studios, and we have a special gift for you guys. When you download the Reverie app on iTunes, Android, or whatever you use to stream media, use code KAT2017 for 10% off your first three months. So grab your favorite streaming device and make sure you are tuned in every Friday to Kiss and Tell Radio. Now let's get the show started.
1: My name is Erin and she talks Uh. This is Fist and Until Radio. Alrighty. Welcome to another episode of Cat Radio. What's up guys? How are you? Hi, I'm well. How are you? Same. Hi. Wait, hold on. That's You're not, not sh- sh- That's not not. Oh. Where's your big blonde hair and eyelashes and hot Height red lipstick? She high. Where's your fancy beauty?
2: I mean, she's gone. She's not here. <laughs>
1: Everyone, please welcome Jay to the show um, of Hello. Do Not Disturb on Reverie, as well as Foxy Hot Mess on YouTube.
2: Mm-hmm. What's up, girl? Now then, chilling. And I just want to let everybody know, I made that YouTube name, like that YouTube channel name, when I was seventeen. Got it. I'm a full grown 26, so are
0: you still a Foxy Hot Mess though? No, no,
2: you know, I decided to.
0: That's so interesting because when we were going over, you know, your handles and whatnot, Foxy Hot Mess, I was like, that's so interesting. She doesn't strike me as somebody who would refer to herself as Foxy Anything. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. So you've grown since Very seventeen, much. obviously.
2: Very much. Yeah. I wish I could change it. I wish <laughs> I could go through a rebrand, but yeah. unfortunately, I mean when everybody knows you by that name, yeah. it's like it's a lot.
0: Just says what it is. Mm-hmm. I like it though. To be I honest. deal with it. It's like Bow Wow will forever be low Bow Wow. Yeah. I fuck like it. a it's a horrible comparison. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But no, I understand your. point. You know what I mean? Like yeah, no, I He totally
0: so badly what I'm wants to drop the little, but it's like no, no. That's who you are. It's shod. It's shod. Is it shod? Shad? 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 Yeah, shod. Yeah. Shad Moss,
3: hmm.
1: like shad Santiago.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, well, thanks for being here. No problem. Filling in. I'm a for fan. It. Yeah,
1: Miss Shar says yes. so. And you guys check out Do Not Disturb as well on Reverie.
0: Yes.
2: Mm. So we're um, not as eloquent over there. Oh,
1: please as eloquent. Do you know this have show? Have you listened to I do know show? this
2: show. That's why I was like nois. This, this like, would be We have eloquent
1: to bleep Patmans. out our titles okay. of the show. You what? Like, we have to bleep it out like mm-hmm. stars because iTunes is like, no, you can't say fucking in your title. Ah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, but that's what we call that's it. that's really what it yeah. is. Yeah.
2: Aaliyah does that for me. <laughs> like, I'll send her the titles like, this is what I want. And she'll be like, okay. Yeah, iTunes he's... is gonna say no, but... but uh... <laughs>
1: Alright.
0: Well, how was your weekends? Um... This, I don't know why, because today felt like two in one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm Tots. exhausted. I don't understand. I feel like a wall hit me. I didn't run into anything. It hit me. Um, but so I, I can't even reach back. My weekend. Um, a wall hit you? Where's where Charlotte? <laughs> and I where is she?
2: Because you guys are like usually together right? Shar. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. they're like two well, in a pod. Well, listen. They're like twins. Listen, what the flying fuck? <laughs> um, no, mm. but Shar gets Jace together when he asks those questions because I clearly said that I feel like mm. a wall hit me and oh. he echoes three seconds later Got saying, it. a wall hit
1: you? I'm kind of deaf. I'm uh, so sorry.
0: Um, But anyway, um, I cannot remember what I did on Saturday. Uh, but I know on Sunday I had a great time. Um, Stacy Ike, of the Own Network and formerly of um. <laughs> a show that we no longer refer to on Kiss and Tell, so I, w- I won't even go to the name. But no, she's she's oh. from Own. Um, and she had a media brunch um, that I was not able to attend because I was at another friend's brunch, but she ended up having a soiree after it was a birthday media brunch. Um, and she ended up having a birthday like after party, um, right near my house over in view park. Um, and so she, uh, it was a really awesome time. Like I was supposed to go somewhere else. Like I was, I had like three birthday events to go that day. And, uh, because I was, end ended up having so much fun and you know liquor ended up taking over mm-hmm. <laughs> i stayed i stay with stacy so, mm-hmm. um and char is char is familiar with stacy and they they go way back so um anyway shout out to stacy shout out to the media shout out to her birthday i had a great 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 time it was so, awesome i
1: love that what yeah. about you
2: um i did the most this weekend <laughs>
0: Were you a Foxy Hot Mass?
2: Basically. Ah, unfortunately.
0: It. See, it still rings true. I
2: know. Um, Friday, I went to the Glisten Awards like super last minute. Oh, what's okay. the Glisten Awards? So
0: I
1: know Miss Carrie Washington was there. Yes. Speaking oh, of Carrie yes. Washington. She had a very vibrant outfit on, right? Bitch. She, she looked,
2: walked on stage. She looked, oh, she looked amazing. She looked, she looked like a walking, like shiny ass garden. Like, she oh looked great. God. Like, fine China. She looked like walking fine China. Yes. yes. And her speech was, because she won, I believe, the Champion Award, if I'm not mistaken. She won the Champion Award. And her speech was everything that you would think it mm-hmm. would be. It was, like, powerful and emotional and the thought-provoking. One of more
0: articulate yes. actors, mm-hmm. that, entertainment people out there that's, like... That she's not necessary. Like what she typically is known for is what's written for her. Mm-hmm. That like, she, but when she has an opportunity to speak for herself, she's so mesmerizing. Her and Viola Davis. Yeah, I like I work with like the best people ever. Uh, but yeah, she like I'm. I'm I just I mean, awesome times. I'm awe sometimes
2: of, mm-hmm. like, come up with that by
0: yourself. Okay. Yeah. All right. it's yeah. carrie baby. Yeah. No, she's brilliant.
2: She literally like came up to the podium with a binder, like a one inch <laughs> binder, ready, and there were papers like this <laughs> Come thick. college And rule. she opened it up like it was like like a graduation almost, like yeah. a, like a speech. Um, but that shit was like, amazing, and like I almost cried. That shit was just.
0: And Tony Goldwyn introduced her, correct? He did. Yeah. He did.
2: He did. And there mm-hmm. were so many. Um... Okay, so I believe the Glisten, you know. Um... I don't know if the Glisten award, but just the Glisten as a as a corporation as a charity. I believe it's charity. If I, I'm not mistaken. I believe
0: they're they're a nonprofit yeah, group. I think it's a not for profit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah,
2: and I believe that they help Probably out uh, LGBT youth. If I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken, mm-hmm. like I said, it was super last minute, I didn't get a chance to like super read up on it. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, no, I got invited by YouTube. Sat in the very front. Had a good ass, you know, roasted chicken meal. Oh. Watched Carrie, uh, Carrie Hilson. Carrie Hilson. Woo! Throw <gasps> it back. Harry Washington he said. said was you Perry did Perry say Brady. it. I know, but and I was you put it in, it. in I my just, brain. I'm
0: so sorry.
2: It's fine. Um getting them track. together. Mm-hmm. You're
0: filling in for It's only appropriate.
2: I know. Yep. Sure. Uh which <laughs> I I which I could never do. <laughs> Ever. you are into this. You're great. Right. Um,
1: <laughs> me and Shar have a love-hate relationship. i
2: have listened listening to the show like, are they going to fight? It, I feel like you know, sometimes
1: what, it, it might come to blows.
0: Sometimes it gets real it gets real intense. you and Shar have a code word. Listen, for calming down. But we also know that it would never come to blows. I don't be knowing sometimes. That left hand might really <laughs> raise I up. I could see it. You just have like a mark of just rings in your face. <laughs> yeah. No, yours. Not mine. She wouldn't hit mine? me. Mine? Left hand. She sits.
1: Um, she would
0: hit me. Both you, hands. She wouldn't hit me.
1: She wouldn't hit me either. Actually, she probably would. <laughs> she <laughs> probably I was say would I feel like me. I don't know her that well, but I, I like she I could have sworn might. she
0: started an episode two weeks ago saying, I will punch you in your throat By That was a scripted <laughs> Call it what you want Wait, okay, <laughs> I'm
2: completely is. off topic I'm yes. so sorry the
0: Who dick would challenge.
2: win No, bring your mind back <laughs> Who would win Who would win in a fight If, if y'all two fought
0: <laughs> And Jason and I? Yeah Um <laughs> I would. Probably Kendall. He goes to Equinox. Oh, please.
2: Come on, Equinox. I <laughs> I <laughs> got coin. Listen, line.
1: I've been watching go. his um, Instagram feed. I'm like, them
0: leg presses. What does coin? Them have forearms to do? looking real nice. Thank you. No, I really, thank you. I've been working out. And he um, won't go on a date with me still. Oop. This isn't the show. Equinox is
2: a great gem. Thank you. Great gym. But
0: nonetheless, I think that I have. Uh, them hands? I have an idea i've never been in a like physical altercation i've been in a physical altercation but not a fair fight like i've been ambushed and had to defend myself or mm. had like but i haven't been in um but i have a really bad temper and misplaced anger i think so i always say like i don't claim to have them hands but i mm. feel like if we get set that point you'll be like it's like um <laughs> like oh just like see red gone yeah. mm-hmm. gone you don't even remember it when you're done especially for it to be the point where i want to hit someone like mm-hmm. because it, it it would take so long for me to like whatever you did to warrant me wanting to hit you would have to be yeah so, yeah i'm not a, i've i've been in very very
1: few fights and it was always a thing where i did i don't even want to talk about this to be honest <laughs> <laughs> Let's, my bad memories. was great Okay. Um, right um, my week was great. I actually hung out with my best friend from New York. Uh, he was in town on the layover, so we were supposed to go to Disneyland, but that didn't end up happening. He have so. a name? That Does he have a name? Yeah, Brandon. Okay, Brandon Kristoff. Uh, Find him on. Um, he is Brandon Born to Shine Christophe. Forever on Twitter, on Instagram as well. We mm-hmm. have a hashtag on Instagram as well. Hashtag Pale Palace. P A L E P A. You went pale with
0: all this Los Angeles heat. Yeah, well, we Shh. were in New York at the
1: time. In Brooklyn. So, okay. But yeah, we, he was out here. So I got to catch up with him. Um, it was really good. I went to a bar trunks in West Hollywood. If you guys are not familiar. Uh, and they have like $7, really strong drinks. And I was there and I ran to another friend and associate, I should say, and his friend was with him. And my friend that I knew went to the bathroom and they, dude,
0: oh. oh, I saw your tweet.
1: Yeah. Makes a comment. And was like, oh, since Blank is in the bathroom, you should put something in his drink and rape him later. What? Yes, ma'am. And we're all drinking. We're all having a good time. And I is just that kind a paraphrase of paraphrase
0: like, or is that a direct quote? That was a direct The word. words rape and put in drink were you. Put something you, in And his he was drink. being like
2: dead ass, like serious.
1: He was joking and got upset with me that I didn't laugh. And oh, so hard. then after that, he was like, well, why are you not laughing at my joke? I do that shit every weekend. And when I tell you, like, I, like, got him together, I was like, okay, so I'm nice as a person, but, like, you're real fucked up. And so I just had to read him for filth. And then later on, like, my friend came back and he got into an argument with his friend because he was just like, what's wrong with you? They didn't believe in the bar. I don't like physical, I don't like altercations at all, to be honest. Like, I'm not a combative person. And, uh, it was just, that just, but that subject in particular just really, like, ha- have a tick for it. And so. Makes total sense. Yeah. And, like, it was kind of a thing where, like, I knew he was so drunk that he wouldn't be receptive to what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But I just had to let my friend know, like, he is trouble. Like, don't, he, if he thinks that's funny, whether he's doing it or not, if he thinks that's funny, like, that, he's going to get yourself into trouble in public spaces. Yeah. So Yeah, it was, that was kind of a mess. And then, but it overall was good. I had my brother at an event um, in Claremont where I first had sex with a man for the first time. Uh Uh-huh. And then, yeah, that was about
0: it. I try to forget that moment, but, you know. You figured that moment, really? Oh, yeah. I do my best to repress that memory. Oh, your first time? Oh, your first time. Yeah. I don't know your fucking first. <clears throat> I was like, did I <laughs> tell it, was you it was in Claremont?
1: It was in Claremont at Pitzer College in the dorm wow. room. Wow, okay.
2: At what college? Pitzer. Pitzer. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know that.
1: It was, it's like a weird, co- it's like five colleges in one. Mm. If you guys are from SoCal and from the IE, you'll understand what I'm saying. Okay. Okay. They're very expensive. Kendall,
2: yes. Give us this corner. Oh, gladly.
1: This <laughs> <laughs> the foxy hotness. I was waiting for you to give it to me.
0: <laughs> so, my corner goes out uh, to, well, it's not a shout out, so it doesn't go out to anybody, but it's focused around California, our great state. Um, and last week they just passed, Governor Jerry Brown just signed SB 179, otherwise known as the Gender Recognition Act. Um, and it, is, it makes California the first state in the nation to allow non-binary ger- gender markers on birth certificates. And so uh, this law also allows non-binary um, gender markers on driver's license. So that makes California the second state to do that behind um, Oregon, I believe. Um, so I, I think that, that, that it goes beyond saying that that's an amazing feat for us Mm -hmm, and, you know, oftentimes California and New York and us coastal states are, are the leaders of, of change and, and all of that. So, but I'm very proud to be a Californian, especially, um, in Trump's America being somewhere like here. Is is mm-hmm. is somewhat of a safe space. Um, the bill was authored by Democratic senators Tony Atkins of San Diego and Scott Weiner of San Francisco. Um, and so, I mean, uh, you, J- Jace,
2: are you laughing because he said Weiner?
0: No, no, no! Oh my god! Yeah. No. I, 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 no. I, okay, I just remember something. Okay, but I'm not going to say it. Okay. okay, all right, sure. Um, This is a show It's our platform This is our perfect opportunity For you to say it Other than to
1: say it Something else that happened The night when I was with Brandon Oh I hope it didn't involve Drugging or
0: raping No that did not Okay But it's I'll tell you after there I'll tell you after Okay Um And so uh, Mark Snyder uh, So this article is by John Paul Bramer And it was in Uh NBC News, came from NBC News. And so uh, Mark Snyder, a non-binary Californian resident and a communications director of the Equality Federation, um, gave a statement saying that I've never been more proud to live in California. I've known I was different since I was a small child. I learned the word non-binary and thought, oh, okay, that's me. It feels good to be recognized for who who I really am and by our state and our governor. Um, And a... um, therapist actually was quoted saying that people don't people don't present as the sex that is listed on their documentation people that don't represent as their as the sex that is listed on their documentation can have challenges engaging in the legal system and in mm-hmm. simple things like purchasing alcohol or being pulled over and regardless of whatever minority status you carry, if you live in a if you live in a world that is not affirming or is actively pushing against you, that is psychologically stressful. I know, so that's I think right. um, that's dope. I think it's it's an amazing feat. Do you know what they're going to like actually have? Is, like is it an ex? Um, so. Or is it decided yet? The gender the gender recognition act will eliminate unnecessary. Sh- oh, I'm sorry. Um. It doesn't require an F or an M, and it allows it allows an intersex or select a third gender. Okay. Um, so you don't have to. It, it's not an easy It'll heuristic blind, for you to right figure right. out one or the other. That's, That's dope. Amazing. A cop might have to do a little work. God forbid. Right. Jesus. <laughs> My God. Um, so, yeah.
1: That's pretty dope. Shout out to California. And shout out to Governor. Uh, he's very yes. progressive yeah. when it comes yes. to bills, because I worked with him on one two years ago.
0: Okay. And it's like, it's really, and I, I respect, and, and California, I, like you said, is, is proud. It was refreshing to also read, read that the, the two authors of the bill, um, were like sitting on the edge of their seats, waiting for him to sign it. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of times, you, I feel like politicians are so removed from that process, and, and any emotions involved in, in what they're doing, mm-hmm. um, or seemingly, especially again, in Trump's America. So, it was nice to see that. That's dope. Yeah, Are you, where are you from jade virginia okay
1: how long have you been in los angeles for a non-progressive place
2: (sighs) tell me about it (laughs) um a year uh, almost two it'll be two years in march oh really yeah
1: oh you're fresh
2: yeah so hearing this is great um Yeah. yeah because i mean up until now this place is expensive it smells like breath but mm-hmm. it's nice to hear, you know, good news, good things happening. Yeah. And if I was honestly, if I was anywhere, I mean, I moved out here, you know, like everyone else, for entertainment to follow my dreams. Yeah. You know. <laughs> um. But I mean, if I was to move anywhere, it, I, I'm glad that it's here.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's. Yeah, it's nice to see that, especially like I said now. Yeah. Um, Me and Count are both California natives. Oh, I'm
2: sorry, but I just raised. offended you. No, no, not yeah. at all. Are you? Do you guys get? I'm so sorry. Do you guys get offended when people like? I didn't make this place, right?
1: I'm just like, I'm not Nina. I'm not an urban planner, uh, (laughs) but uh, uh, but also like,
0: yeah, no, no. I recognize the issues with it, and Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't take any personal offense to anything. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do you take personal offense about Virginia?
2: No, I mean people just think that Virginia is just one long like field. Yeah, were Which you like not. DMV of Virginia or I was like DMV of Virginia, so oh, okay. like I would like li- like I lived in Alexandria for a long oh. time, well, and I, then I would Alexandria. and I worked That's in really DC. Pretty. Yeah, okay. so it's like when you're in the when you can literally drive through Virginia, DC, and Maryland within yeah. like an hour. Okay. Yeah. and yeah. mm-hmm. With yeah. traffic,
1: because without it's like a smooth like thirty.
2: Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. If you in it.
1: I book it. But you will get a ticket because DC
2: police d- do not. They don't play by nothing. at all.
1: Have you been in the mill? You've been in the mill, right? The Kendall? mill. Have been the in mill? D.C.? Yeah, the real
2: dark, sweaty the, old place.
1: Yeah, I it's have like been there. Gutter. Then uh, the fireplace, that place. That's old white I, woman serves I, I, I'm very familiar strong with the fireplace. beverages. Um, the mill. No. The mill. The mill was probably. I think it's closed down. This is like a long time. This is like when I was like in college.
2: It might still be there because I feel like I was there like a year ago.
0: Oh, probably. And club love, love, I yeah, love. I don't think love is there anymore. Really? I think I, I don't, don't think I it think when either. I left love closed like a year later. DC is fine. Love DC. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I was in DC like last week, or the week before oh, I'm nice.
0: jealous. I haven't been back since I left. <laughs> it's 2013.
2: So I ate so good.
0: Well, in true form of this show, we're going to let the lady start first? Mm-hmm. Um, so go on ahead and introduce your topic.
2: So um, I wanted to talk about when mm, substances in relationships because Mm. I have been in uh, relationships or situationships, whatever you want to call them, um, where the other person, when they get, you know, under the influence of, you know, weed, alcohol, whatever it is, they just become a different person. It's like, girl, I don't know you. And I've also been that person in relationships, too. And so I wanted to talk about how you guys navigate your relationships when there are substances involved. And if that even is like a deal breaker for you, or has it become a deal breaker for you when someone is just deplorable (laughs) (laughs) under the influence? Um,
0: Vocabulary. I think um, I used to be I used to be a big um, snob about weed, Mm -hmm. Uh, so it didn't necessarily originally. It didn't necessarily have anything to do with their actions under the influence of weed. It was just my perception of it and mm-hmm. me, like, not wanting to be around it, um, thinking you were, of, uh, you know, just not of the per- of the type of person that I want to be around. I've grown out of that since I know weed isn't for me. So I think a lot of times for me, weed is one of those, like, communal things that people do, chilling with friends and especially mm-hmm. a significant other. And especially so I think a lot of times when I when I start dating someone or I find someone interesting, um, and might potentially start dating them. It's a, it's not a turn off, but it's like a a pause for me because it's like, I don't know what we're going to do because mm-hmm. I don't want to sit around while you're smoking. Like, yeah. I don't judge you or think any less of you, but it's just not something that I engage in. Um, and you likely don't want to see me engage in it because it ain't cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I, they might be on the they might be judging me if I were to do True. it. Um, but there are people who um, I think have had unhealthy habits um, in terms of alcohol and and weed, and I've seen it um, impact their livelihoods, mm-hmm. um, whether they be lethargic or they're just a different person. And I don't really like anything that on a casual day that we're supposed to be hanging out, I feel like you're not the same person that you are sober. Like, I understand that alcohol can have an adverse effect or obviously make you a more engaging person or more fun person or whatever the case may be, but I don't want it to be talking to somebody that's, it's, you know, not not fully coherent or listening to me, and I have to repeat myself when you're sober or whatever the case may be. So, um I think that just means that weed is off the table for me. Okay. A regular weed smoker, Mm -hmm. likely. Um, And of course, if you're an alcoholic. Oh, it's off the table? Yeah, Yeah. I don't. I just, it does. It's never worked. Hmm. Based on, it's just never worked. I feel it. And alcohol, you know, I don't want an Annalise Keating. Mm -hmm. Um, But you and your patron. You said what? But you and your
1: patron. I'm not an alcoholic. I know. But what that, like, drink? Char?
0: Charles, here we
1: go. Huh? Here we go. What's happening?
0: I'm, I'm confused. Shar likes to say that I enjoy too much alcohol. So oh I no, I don't it. think that at all. So no, how I often do you drink? You like just just drink. like a weekend? Oh God, am <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> having, having a, a? I'm not judging you because I do every well, hey, hey. Everything,
2: but I don't do anything white. Um, I do.
0: I only drink clear. Um, really? I. I'm I a have a. I I have a drink at least once a week. Oh, it's oh. not, nothing. Yeah. That's nothing at all. I knew that.
2: <laughs> oh, you made it seem like he like. No, 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 no.
0: I didn't see. I was thinking like, tell him how you made it seem. Hold on, Jake. you I'm made it saying, seem like he Kendall, was out here. You like... enjoy a cocktail. I do, but I'm saying that if you, I, I refer to Annalise Keating because she is an alcoholic who has been disbarred. Yeah, no, 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 like, no. No. <laughs> um, I don't. I, I stopped watching the show, so I just knew she <laughs> liked like her wine. Oh, I didn't know she's on that level. Yeah, like... no, she was like temporarily disbarred. Hmm. for her alcohol consumption so i was Ooh. referring to that as like it's obviously got in the way of her career right right and her everyday life and that's definitely not me totes yeah. and in la though I'm like getting up to go to equinox uh-huh <laughs> thank Get you the forearms together
2: uh in la there's really i'm one of those people who lives here and just doesn't think that there's much to do here other than to drink or go to a bar, or go Low to a key. club. Like you, there's really not much. you eat no, or you drink, Orange or you do. County likely both. Yeah, that's it. Everything else is like what bowling. We're gonna bowl. I yeah, I no, bowl. I don't bowl. Yeah, I, I don't bowl. Bowling. I'm not good at it. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I don't do. I don't do things I'm not good at. Yeah, yeah, that's real. Jace, <laughs> um, have you?
2: <laughs> <laughs> your turn.
1: Um, is it my turn? So uh, nice to
0: find somebody who doesn't like bowling. Uh, yeah. Um,
1: so. Has there been issues with drinking? You look um, like you' about to lie. Oh, what you was looking like you were about to lie. My eye I is twitching. Her. It's been twitching for a week. I love her. I need sleep. Okay. Um, I'm about to lie. I'm thinking about certain situations that I've been in, um, and alcohol. Kind of what you said before. I've been on both ends. I'm not a. I don't smoke weed. Mm. Have I before? Yes, I've been several times. Yes, but it's really not my thing. I'm more of a drinker, um, but with alcoholism being something in my family i always tend to like all right well let me take a break for a month like Mm -hmm. i've taken month breaks like several different times um but as far as a relationship goes there have definitely been issues with me and drinking Mm -hmm. um because i like to have a good time especially in my younger days like i was you think la try orange county being black and in an all-white school Mm. so like really you got nothing but to do but like drink and hang out yeah and so that's what we did and that's kind of what i was socially accustomed to to do as fun and so i remember like one time taking a break from alcohol and going to the club and i was like i'm bored as hell yeah like what Mm. i'm in this club with all these sweaty
0: ass people with this loud ass music i want to go to red bull when um, I'm doing yeah. cleanses, or like a monster, yep, yeah, I have to do a, a mm-hmm. I, well, I think it's more of a socializing thing for me i <laughs> I saw a thing that said like they take poppers in the club, oh God, I no. thought that
1: was hilarious i it's, it's like a an enhancement that you
0: use for sex.
2: I'm over thinking you're talking about, like jalapeno poppers. Ah, oh, no, we're like not like frying anything. I, I, any I like Snaps. to have
0: something in my hand at all times at the club. Yeah, Me too, I'm a weirdo about that.
2: I feel like I dance cuter with a drink in my. hand. I do too. Yeah, a little pop. Mm-hmm. So
0: I think I'm. I think I'm less approachable. Like I it's all, it, it all works because likely I don't want to be approached.
1: Yeah um but as far as i mean i don't think i've there's ever been like actually there have been a couple times where like jace like you're out of control mm-hmm. and i'm just like all right well let me check myself before no, i wreck absolutely. myself and a my relationship so there's definitely been times where i've been like all right well let me like chill out re reevaluate things um and i have calmed down tremendously um even with or without a relationship over the past few years because my 20 i'm about to be 30 and less than three months we should keep a countdown clock on the website or
0: something because that's the, all should, y'all talk about
1: because it's a big deal quarter <laughs> kindle jeez i'm excited no um, yeah, you get it but yeah it's it's i've i've i'm kind of reflecting over the past couple of years and i remember it's like i've just been like a wild and sometimes i think like i don't think i was ready for a relationship personally with kind of where i was at socially in life Mm. you know and there's been issues with you know me going out or me just like even going to brunch like why are you always being in the presence of other people how come you just can't be at home i think that's kind of been more of an issue my issue when it comes to alcohol like oh Mm. you're coming here on a wednesday at 11 o'clock at night i'm like well my job is to be at these events my job is to go to these things and they have open bar so like obviously i'm gonna drink the champagne duh And Mm -hmm. so I think that's kind of been more of the issue, like the social aspect of it versus the actual drinking part. But there have been issues like with me drinking and I've, and I've dealt with people. Um, Someone I was dating for a while, like that's pretty much all we did drink. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, we would watch, you know, TV shows and have some cabossier and, you know, drink. And it was a good time. But like, I kind of like looking back, like, dang, like my relationship, I was pretty much inebriated, Like, do, Do you I even know a over him? Yeah, you know? Yeah. And it's, like, it's fun. Like, it's, like, the We Found Love video. Like, woo! But, like, eventually that shit comes crashing down. Yeah,
0: until you stop and you're dizzy. Right, God. and you can't stand up. <laughs> and you're throwing up streamers <laughs> on the floor. Um, Yeah, I think um, I think I've had one relationship where I can point and I don't necessarily know if I like I'm big on not diagnosing people because I have no qualification to do so. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that, you know, there's obvious signs of when people are out of control or you you feel that they're in danger to themselves or others. But like I I, it'll take a lot for me to call somebody an alcoholic or take a lot for me to call somebody like, you know, a (laughs) drug addict, whatever the case may be. Trouble. you know, yeah. Um, not for me, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whatever that is. Uh, but I've had one relationship in particular where it felt like the drinking was at the center of him and who he was and how he socialized and escapism for him. And I didn't think that that was help- healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and But I, again, I didn't feel like it was my place to... Uh, diagnose him so i was just like eh, this isn't working mm. <laughs> but that's yeah. it what about you um i What's don't tea?
2: so in my current relationship i i mean we've been together for f- almost four years and uh-huh. and her all her exes are trash and they um tended to abuse substances and because of that i smoke i'm like a but i i treat it i i I treat weed like a treat, though. Like, I, I'm not the type... Like, I was telling you earlier, like, I don't think I'm a stoner necessarily. Like, mm-hmm. Right. After I go to work for my eight hours, I come home and I work for another two, three, four hours, then I'll smoke. You know right. what I mean? Um, I can't... It's not like I can't function, you know, in the day if I don't smoke. But um, her exes, they abuse substances. And so when she realized, like, oh, shit, Jade smokes, um, it was like a... Like, mm, uh, I don't know how I feel right. about this. Mm. And then it also... I don't put her business out there. So so I'll just say this, like her exes, they may have gotten violent. Mm. So, uh, she basically just didn't want the same thing to happen again. Right. And so it took a long time for me to get her comfortable with me just smoking. And I've, I've never really been a drinker like that. Okay. Um, I'm the type of drinker where it's like, I drink to get drunk and that is it. Like I don't come home and drink a glass of wine. Like I don't, I'm not that type of drinker. Yeah. I don't know. Like, and I, I feel it, though. Yeah, like, I don't know. It just. I,
0: I know people like that. And, and when people say that, I think it's jarring for some people. But I mean, the reality is if I'm not having a glass of wine, if it's out on the weekend, I'm likely drinking to get to, right. a certain, oh, to feel a certain right. thing. Exactly. Yeah. Even if it's like. Goosie.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Like, because you could be drinking just to make a conversation. Like, I'm introverted as hell. I could not talk to anybody and be perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. going out, going to the club, everything in my own little corner by myself and be perfectly fine. So sometimes I'll drink just to make me feel like talking to niggas. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like and That's half
0: the time why networking events and those type of social gatherings have open bars because exactly. they want people to loosen up. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yep. So, yeah, I drink socially. I drink t- when I go out. But other than that, the cap on the bottle is usually closed. And other than, you know, my current situation, which has gotten a lot better considering that I'm just – way better. Like, I'm a to toot my own horn. I'm just way better than mm-hmm. all of her exes and that, you know, I actually treat her nicely and Amen. you know, I do things for her. And so
0: you're taken.
2: I am taken. For four
0: okay. years. Oh.
2: Almost. She can teach us It'll be four Jess. years in right. May. Jesus.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've never even got that far. Ooh. I don't even want to...
0: <laughs> 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 I, mean, I need it,
2: a drink right now. If it means anything though, like, um... I, in my past, I wasn't, I'll just say that my dating life wasn't as colorful as you two. That's as, colorful. As you, meaning. um
1: you mean traumatic?
2: It was boring. <laughs> it was lonely. It was non-existent. Okay. Meaning, like, I was just oh. by myself. Like, I didn't really have much of one. until so I got,
0: greener. like, well into my yeah, college I could have done without some of these.
2: I feel like and that's what everybody tells me like oh girl like don't worry like you, you but know. They,
0: they're teaching lessons and so I, I guess yeah. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't trade them for the world yeah um, <laughs> whatever uh, they ain't lasted four years mm-hmm. um, that's interesting though no I that, I think that's a good that's a good point especially as millennials mm-hmm. um, and we're, where we are in life I am not almost 30 but I've been drinking for some time now mm-hmm. and um, it has been the center of a lot of Relationships, whether that be you meet them out at the club, or you know, it's a it's the college Taco Taco Tuesday or Mm -hmm. Thirsty Thursday, all All that stuff, alcohol and and you know, for other people, and I think for us, we kept it to alcohol and weed. Mm -hmm. For other people, illicit drugs are very much a common common thing Mm -hmm. in their relationships and their their dealings. Um, And for me, I'll just go on the record to say I I do judge. Those because I <laughs> you do judge. <laughs> so. You're not I, popping the Molly and something. No, you to say no, that. like those cannot be n- normal season our our relationships. I think you know a Coachella. Oh, you come back and you tell me you you did this. It's not like oh, this is the end of the world. But to think that you come home from uh, a hard day's work and you want to you know do a line. I, oh, recre- yeah. You out the
2: window with that one.
0: Recreational yeah. use of of. Uh, their illicit drugs or not
1: uh. you, know, you know i i have done drugs several times um but they haven't necessarily like been a part of any relationship i have mm-hmm. and i've done things with you know my family and my friends and my on drugs
2: huh on the drugs
1: no, not sexually. No, I meant like... nobody say that. Hold on, I you said he, on the I drugs? I thought you were
2: saying like, I had been with my family and my friends like on the drugs. Is what I thought you were about to say.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, that was what you were about to say.
0: On what drugs, Jace? Um, weed,
1: um, coke, like mm-hmm. cousins. Y- y'all ain't got cousins your age? We- weed and coke are
0: not the same thing. <laughs> but I know they're not the same one thing. One is legal, one is not. Okay. One is an illicit drug that I said isn't Okay. I'm saying
1: recreationally For me Yeah, for you But I'm saying rec- Like if you came back from Coachella Like you said And you said Oh, I, you know Popped ecstasy during the Drake concert mm-hmm. I'd be like Alright, cool Did you have fun? I wouldn't necessarily think twice about it But like you said If you're coming home from work And doing a line of coke on our dresser Then I'm just like Honey We need to have a talk Yeah So, but I mean
2: But that's the thing about You know And also
1: we're getting older too Because I'm almost 30 <laughs>
2: But that's the thing about like pills and, you say and all this other shit, huh? You want to say your age? I'm 26. Thank you. I just turned 26 though. Thank you. So I just got out of the court. I'm a quarter and a penny. Got, a fresh penny. A penny. got it. Fresh
0: penny. Oh a penny, I miss her.
2: Um, Child but that's thing. the thing about like coke <laughs> and pills and all other stuff is that like you never know how how someone uses it, right? Or the frequency in which they use it. So if you tell me you do it once. I'm not judging, but if you tell me that you do it once, I'm just going to assume that you that you're going to do it again, and yet you've done it before.
1: Everything's fine in moderation. That
0: <clears throat> okay? Yeah, I believe that. Let's do That's some heroin in moderation. Not, not the,
1: the fuck. Heroin's a little hard. Carbs. Let's maybe Let's do some meth. Right. Car- <laughs> like let's talk
0: about sugar, yeah. not cocaine. Okay, not <laughs> I
2: mean, because when you say in moderation, that <laughs> I means like you're going to do it again. You're just going to like. Th- you know what? But, and this is, mean, about, this, is, this is my thing
0: about this. This is my thing about those things. Go ahead there I don't know how you might react to it, like so like your significant other and and the the trigger of anything that could be mood-altering or Mm personality-altering was a scary thing for her until you made her comfortable. Yeah, And so for me, I haven't come from any of those situations, but I'm still weary Mm -hmm. of anything that can have that big of an effect on you. Yeah, Um, I feel like even weed, like for me, because I know how I get off of weed, just just internally in my mental space, like it makes me wonder how somebody else might react. And that's not a space that I would be comfortable being in in terms Mm -hmm. of like, my significant other. That's supposed to be a safe space. So I think that's one of those things where it's like I have a general understanding of what alcohol does, and so, I like, I understand it, but anything else makes me wary.
1: Well, it's funny because I was actually having this conversation the other day with uh, a family member of mine, and they were saying, like, you know, kind of be careful about people who completely flip when they're on the, the influence of cocaine or weed or because,
0: like, usually that's the, what? What you have to stop doing <laughs> is grouping cocaine and weed.
2: You say it's so casually. Like, it's,
0: like, alcohol and weed are one thing. Cocaine is not the same thing. Maybe I'm just a L.A. girl and that's
1: what was in my story. Like, I
0: understand that weed has been criminalized for years, but cocaine is literally like a,
1: OK, well, however you guys <laughs> want to interpret it, <laughs> alcohol substances, whether whatever, I'm not talking about heroin or methamphetamine or anything like that. But I'm just saying Thank like people who up. kind of um, change completely flip personalities because it's, it's something where they're like they're not OK with themselves sober. So they do these things to like bring out something that's they're afraid to, I guess. Does that make sense?
2: I can see that. I can see that. But I also feel like, like cocaine. <laughs> it could literally make, <laughs> like,
0: I, I feel can't. like I'm a pretty okay person. Like, oh, I got my demons just like the the, the, next per, the next person. But, you know, if I flipped out because I took a line of cocaine, I, I you know, I might. It's, that's a toss. A, it's that's, like a wild card. That's possible. And I don't think that means that I have some repressed, deep down, dark issue. I, mean, I think there's that's a just because I took an illicit drug. I don't know. I it's like coffee to me is if I'm gonna stay up till six o'clock in the morning go to after hours. Jace, this conversation should, might might you might want to take this off air. But i Cocaine is like I coffee it, to you. I'm you said it was saying like coffee? it's
1: okay. If y'all okay, <laughs> That's what he said, y'all. Let's have our honest conversation. <laughs> like honestly it's i n- I'm not trying to justify doing lines of Coke. At all. Okay. I'm saying that people who react certain ways to certain substances may have something repressed while they are sober that comes out, whether it's dancing on tables or doing whatever the case may be. That's what I'm saying. Absolutely. So I'm sorry if I'm grouping all these different substance, substances together, but, like, yeah, that's just the way I think.
0: And yes. Don't think that I'm a cokehead because I'm not. I a No, coke I'm, and that's not. And, th- and, and I'm being very clear in, in, in all seriousness. I'm not accusing you of being a cokehead. I'm simply yeah, saying either. that for me, uh, they are not even. They're not close, and and that my weed and coke are not the same thing, or even close to the same thing in my book.
2: Mm. Um, I didn't see coke for the first time until I came here, in my life. Yeah, and it was like literally a line of it in the bathroom at a club. Like a fool, yeah, like see, somebody I, like I think left. I'm just
0: like, like the I'm whole desensitized,
1: because I've been going out to clubs since I was younger than, like, probably like 18 or so, yeah. and so, like, I was always around mm-hmm.
0: drugs and stuff like that, so I'm a little desensitized. The whole idea of things being laced with things I don't know of, and, and being manufactured by people I don't know of, like, alcohol, it's in a sealed-ass bottle. If you put something in there, you went to great lengths, and I, I have a, I have a lawsuit on my hands. Alcohol's legal. <laughs> Uh no, okay. weed was illegal until I I said I understand that mm-hmm. it was it was criminalized. And I mean and it but the see the thing is we this is a whole long discussion. <laughs> this is a whole long discussion. <laughs> Thank you, Jade. Um so this My bad. We, we, we don't it's even okay. need to go much deeper. Right. Um but yeah. Interesting. Good to know. Interesting. You know. Can I next time you hey, want to ask me on a date, think about the fact that you think <laughs> they're talk. Good as talk. Uh, coffee. Um Can I wish your topic? So I'm very sad that Shar's not here for me to discuss this. <laughs> very happy to have you. But th- this is this is Shar uh, oh would eat this up. Um Tamar Braxton announced t- t- today well, no no no. She did not announce T M Z announced um they found the court documents. She filed divorce from her husband of almost nine years, Vince Herbert, um, Vincent Herbert. Um, And we talked about this on the show um, multiple times. We've referenced them in their relationship. Um, Tamar recently, with her last album, Blue Bird of Happiness, said it was going to be her last album because she wanted to save her marriage. Um, And she felt that that music was um an issue within her marriage and she wanted to save her marriage and if you don't know her husband is her manager and secured her her deal and, and, and Ga-Ga's. um yeah he's he's a a well-known radio um i mean music manager um And earlier this week, it was announced that they were selling their Calabasas home. So I, I saw this coming. I mm. saw this coming. I believe I said this on the show. Yeah. That I firmly Even, believed yeah. that it was coming. And um, Tamar would return to music because that's where she's been fighting to be. Mm-hmm. Um, And so I wanted to discuss... Um, Jade, you're in a relationship. You're not married, correct? No, I'm not married. Okay. Um, and so this would obviously be a hypothetical for us. But um, marriage, divorce, bouncing back, and, and embarrassment. Because I feel, um, as in some ways, um, I've met Tamar. But I, but I also, in some ways, because I've watched her for so long um, on reality television, I feel like I, I have some insight into her mm-hmm. um, while I recognize that could totally be off but um, I feel like she's she's likely suffering from some embarrassment right now and so I just wanted to throw that out there in terms of how you bounce back and how you deal with that kind of public
2: <laughs> I don't thing. care like don't I care. feel that my relationship because like I'm in a whatever you say I'm, I'm in a public relationship but um, I don't like I don't give like I don't value hmm, outside opinions on my relationship has no value to me. Mm-hmm. None. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Like, I really hate it when people ask us, when are y'all getting married? When are y'all having kids? Because, like, you're almost like, it's almost like you're like setting your own clock onto us. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that may, like, plant seeds in my head, plant mm-hmm. seeds in your head. Like, oh, should we start thinking about marriage? Should we start thinking about kids? And it's just like, it doesn't allow us to progress in the way that we are supposed to. You know what I mean? And I, yeah, I don't – and, and this could p- be from the fact that my relationship has been online or videos, whatever, for so long. But I personally would not feel any embarrassment if that was to happen to me um, because it's my experience and only my experience.
0: How candid are you about the inner workings of your relationship, though?
2: Mm, we're pretty candid. Okay. We're pretty candid. Um, we don't have, like, all our business out in the street. We don't, like – put up our arguments you know online we don't be going back and forth on Twitter like we okay. don't do anything like that <laughs> um but like we had an episode uh, of my podcast we talked about mental illness because my girlfriend she suffers from a few you know a little bag of, <laughs> a little doggy bag of mental illnesses and I do not and we talked about how mental illness affects our relationship and our mm-hmm. communication and you know our, over a certain amount of years like we're just now starting to like really figure things out so we're pretty candid about things but one thing that I think we both we're able to do well is be um have our relationship be for us and not be swayed by other people's opinions even our friends opinions because i do have i do put my friends opinions in high regard however they're they're never gonna have the full story they're never gonna know 100 percent of what's going on in my relationship because listen we're just (laughs) what's your sign a
0: virgo i'm a leo Okay. okay i'm a cusp virgo what is that 22nd of august
2: um uh the eighth oh okay that makes sense yes cool um but yeah i just <laughs> glad we can have this moment <laughs> what we have is for I us and i don't really give a fuck about what anyone else mm-hmm. thinks about my relationship because it's not it was none of your business in the first place yeah the fact that i shared this with you that's just me giving you a little piece here Tidbit. is this for you to enjoy we put up a smasher Pass video it was dumb as shit but it was fun to make and yeah you know whatever here's here it is but that's all that you get
0: yeah Chase. um so you've dealt with your fair share of public breakups <laughs> and you've dealt with your fair share of embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there.
1: Uh, yes, you have. So is the world. Um, you know what? As I've gotten older, how do I deal with it? Uh, I just think I just kind of press forward. Um, I've learned to not care what other people think. Like kind of like what Jade said. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of been a issue in my present relationships that I have. Not present, but ones I've had after that. Because mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan of posting things online. Like, I don't want to post me and Bay and stuff like that. And then they take that as like, oh, well... You're hiding me from the world. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, 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 no. I've already been through this before with X, Y, and Z, Except and my like, growth. right. And so I'm just like, I don't. I want this to be between us, and that's caused friction because I think that I'm hiding because people are posting like, hey, babe, bought me flowers, and an edible arrangement to my mm-hmm. job. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I'll do that shit, but like, I don't necessarily want. I want to do that for you, not mm-hmm. for all the world wide web. Um, but as far as public and embarrassing things, I've just kind of learned to just press forward. And I've honestly, I'm not going to say I've gotten used to it, but like, yeah, I have. Where like, I'm almost used to things like imploding very mm-hmm. publicly. So now when things happen, I'm just kind of like, okay, okay. Well, that was round, whatever. And, you know, I could pick up my boots or whatever the phrase is and keep on walking through yeah. life.
2: <laughs> Do you feel like... um like, the aftermath of, you know, a breakup is amplified by the fact that you are a part of the gay community? Um, because I, th- I feel like information and things like that spread very rapidly. Yes. And especially everything,
1: here. And everything especially, is amplified in this gay yeah. community. And there's been times where, like, I've been to the club where, like, oh, you're such and such ex. I'm like, I have a name. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just kind of like, it's it's a thing where... You know, I think Kendall had said something where I was like absolutely like it's attractive when someone doesn't know everybody. Oh like God. that's so sexy to me. like, Oh, you have no you don't have a Facebook? Mm-hmm. Let me date you. Because that's what I want. Because people are just the gay community, if if you're in a metropolitan area, Atlanta, DC, Philly, New York, LA, everyone knows each other. It's a very yep. small community. And Facebook and Twitter and Instagram makes it that much smaller. And so I I don't know. I, I'm like I said, I'm almost used to public embarrassment at this point in my life which is kind of sad but kind of good too because he could put a bullet through me i'm like oh what happened mm-hmm. um but i don't plan on having that thing and i have to recognize that what's what's the common denominator me you know so mm-hmm. who am i picking who i'm with you know who am i deciding to deal with who am i deciding to let in my life and show the world who was in my life and so that's kind of things i have to kind of really take note with myself moving forward as an almost 30 year old
2: so are your partners normally public F- figures yeah. as well?
1: Um, I have dated a couple public figures just because I've met them through working, public you know.
0: Figure, yeah. Sorry. I said through being a public figure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um,
1: so I've met them through, you know, being, you know, in the industry. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of how I've, I've lost my group of people. Um, but then I, I honestly, I don't necessarily want that. I mean, if it happens, but I kinda wanna settle with someone eventually mm. who's not in the spotlight. I'd rather that kinda be my, I kind of don't even want to be in the spotlight for long either, to be honest. Like I'd rather just kinda like, you know, have my own life, have my kids, my house, um, my grass and my lawnmower, <laughs> cut out all the cocaine and then please, <gasps> please cut out the God. cocaine. <laughs> the fact that you
2: just said kids, grass, and then cocaine cut out Whitney. You know,
1: he wants Whitney's. Life. I'm almost 30. I'm letting my 20s go. Um, take notes, people.
0: <laughs> I guess I have a bit of a combination of both of your answers. Uh uh-huh. um, I think. I think uh, we talked. Was it the show? No, <laughs> sorry. I I do that. Can't Trout remember. conversation. Can't, can't keep. But <laughs> on converse that we recently discussed, like being. Uh, being a millennial, whether we're almost 30 or in our mid-20s, um, we've kind of grown up in at least the past 15 years um, having access to our peers in a different way than any other generation. Absolutely. And I think it, whether or not we are conscious of it, it forces us to compare and contrast. And I think that there's a danger, there's an inherent danger in that um, because while some of us might not be performing to that, performing to impress or to compete. Um, Some of us are, subconsciously or not. And I think, for me, it's been that in terms of, like, when you see the flowers get sent or you see, um, you know, all the, the vacations being taken together and you question, like, Okay, so when I get that, that's what I'm gonna do. Is mm-hmm. that is that how you validate your relationship? Right. I was validate. Never, I I never had any intentions on on solidifying it on Facebook, mm-hmm. but um, but you know those type of those type of outward expressions of of affection and and love, and you know as much as I tell myself I don't um. I don't envy people. And I, cause you don't know how they got there. You don't know. They could be, go, they could be in the most abusive verbal or physical relationship. And you have no idea because all you're seeing and social media is that you're allowed to curate your life and give people the snapshots right, that you want to. Um, and so in that way, I think I've gotten better in that. Um, and I've gone through my fair share of, <laughs> uh, somewhat public um, embarrassment or somewhat. Um, I'm not a social I, not a social figure okay I've joined two podcasts within the last year but I'm a publicist behind the scenes so um I think but but the community's small so whether or not I might think it's right. of a certain level of popularity Mm. nonetheless i think some people more people than i would desire to know people know who kendall is yeah um and so i think in that way it's exactly what jay said first of all you can't fuck with people that don't have anything to lose and so for me Mm. it was always like okay well um you know, I've been public about being the other man in the situation. And so it was like there were moments where we were we would have conversations and he would do everything to protect, like, to not be vulnerable or to, to make sure that there wasn't a paper trail or something that I could, like, expose that he was cheating on his significant other. But it was like... My reputation ain't going like I'm never gonna post. I'm not gonna get drunk one night and post the, all the screenshots. Hashtag and, I'm the other woman and call like never because I have a reputation to maintain that will never be tarnished by you because I because you, to throw you under the bus. can't be absolutely right. no. not. No, um, and so for you to have that mindset, it means that you 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 might we not might we might not be in the same place, you're guilty. Um, I mean, obviously you're guilty, but also you don't you don't understand what I have going on. Because if you understood Mm -hmm. who I was, you would know that that's not at all in line with the brand. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I think in that respect. And so even the most public one that Jace is very familiar with, um, it was like you, you and the company that you keep are not on par. You're not you we can't i can't be with someone who has nothing to lose and feels that they can expose the inner workings of our relationship at the drop of a dime because you're unhappy mm-hmm. in a certain moment um so i think it's about moving forward and growing from those situations and being like okay well i can have somebody who has the emotional maturity to act in a mature way right um but i think I think also I've never been in the situations. I know Tamar's been in situations of infidelity and uh, domestic abuse and all of those things. So I think there's a certain level of insecurity and um, vulnerability that it's not fair to judge what she might have put up with um, and, and exposed. And especially because they're reality stars. So the drama right. is at the center of, of why they are who they are and the money that they make um and how, so
1: how do you deal with embarrassing situations if you will
0: do you like log off twitter do you, you know? no i i um i think i think my orientation as a communicator for a profession makes me figure out how to get in front of the story like how to stay in front of Oh, the so you PR your own. I PR my own situation. <laughs> Got it. So it's kind of like, I'm not turning off comments. You know, like, mm-hmm. I, I'm i not, I'm going to address this like, you You're know. the Rhimes. <laughs> like, I'm a fan. I mean, I love your popes. So that's what I mean. Um, <laughs> <all> right, <yes. laughs> um yeah. Yeah. Fix it. i Fix, fix it. it. You're a fixer. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna because because that's another thing. I think there's their character shit. So like we're all infallible and we all make mistakes. So there's shit that there of course that I wouldn't want the general public that that I might not want the general public to know. But at the end of the day, I think I could stand behind almost anything I say or do, and and feel like okay, this is a moment of poor judgment, and I can rebound from this. I think it's the things that you're like. When when you're really a shitty person or you're really doing some fucked up shit that you that you might not be able to bounce back from. If I was a freaking Harry Weinstein or right. or Woody Allen or R. Kelly, like yeah, of course I might really want to pay some people off to make sure this that embarrassment doesn't leak. But you know, hmm. if I already if I'm on a public platform every week saying I've been a I've been a side dude, what else is there to say? Got yeah. something else to throw at me?
1: Anything else? It's all out there. It's there, mm-hmm. right?
0: Open book, episode yep. forty. You ain't getting a name, but I'm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, what,
2: would you treat the situation the same if it was like information that was like leaked? Like someone did that. Like someone leaked information about you versus just. The universe just said "fuck you" that week, and then information just so happened to get out there. Like, you would you situation- treat it the same way?
0: Mm-hmm. No, my PR training tells me to treat it a different way. I'm kidding. No, I, I think, I think, it, I, think it, I think it depends on what that information is, but I think. I think, like, even that situation, like, I always tell him, I'm like, if he were to ever call, I'm not in that situation anymore, by the way. It just that sounds like I'm still dealing. Oh, no, I didn't, th- <laughs> I didn't get that. But I, I think I've I've always told him in the past, like, you know, if he were to call me, I, I would have to own that. I wouldn't lie mm-hmm. because I'm an adult. Right. I'm a man who got in this situation and I'm going to have to be a man who gets out. Ap- like, yes, X, Y, Z. Who, who deals with it. I apologize. Um... So I think I think I've also what one thing I have learned in, in my career is like don't lie because the truth will always come to light. Mm-hmm. So like don't lie. So you deal with it and you deal with the crisis management after that. But like I'm not, I don't see any point in in Taylor Swifting my way and Kim release, <laughs> Kim releasing a tape and exposing mm-hmm. me. Oh lord, how embarrassing! You know Kim likes to release tapes, but anyway, she does
2: that weak ass tape with her boyfriend. Anyway, um, whore. is it a lesbian <laughs> <laughs>
1: or a whore Are you about to, Kendall? Um, is the lesbian community pretty tight knit like the gay community, or oh my is it? God. <laughs> oh, it's even tight worse. Is the word, oh, just
0: what is the per like, purr. are there more so? So, the well, the United States is about what 51 percent. You're the male forty nine percent female. I think that's like the last.
2: You read a lot.
1: No, he's, he's oh, is it educated. Mm-hmm. Is it there's
0: more women? There's more. I think it's fifty one percent women, forty nine percent male. So I say all that. <laughs> I just wanted to kind of get it. We're about fifty fifty nonetheless. Yeah. Is are there more gay men or lesbian women? Do you think? Hmm. We're on a spectrum. Fluid. We're fluid. We're basing this. On I feel like com- there's
2: more out gay women than gay men, but mm. I don't know if there's necessarily huh. more gay men than gay women. Okay. I feel like um, I, based off of my, my own experience and my friends, it just feels like the coming out experience. I'm not by any means saying that it's easy. Um, it's different. It's different mm-hmm. for women. It's it's more. There's it's almost a double like standard. a. Absolutely. Yeah, I feel like especially um, for black folk for exactly like from it seems like there's more judgment um for men and it's almost like a very defining moment for men where with women it's almost treated like uh okay this was supposed to happen you're supposed to have these thoughts and i don't know it's like it's almost like it's it's expected for you for women to explore sexuality probably because we're sexualized but um to explore sexuality and sensuality and um so yeah i feel like for women it's maybe a little i can see that yeah
0: we're such victims of our bubble Mm -hmm. because I guess Mm -hmm. I don't consider beyond like being a bubble of, of a metropolitan city. I'm also in a bubble of, I don't have any lesbian friends, Mm -hmm. so I don't, really you don't need any <laughs> honestly like if no. you don't you don't no. need a lesbian <laughs> friend. the
2: only people who need lesbian friends are lesbians <laughs> no <laughs> lesbians are valuable unless you want like, to like build ikea stuff. furniture together and like oh drink God. like <laughs> heineken and like watch no 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 it's not
0: by choice it's just by what happened but i'm saying is that <laughs> my bubble has doesn't allow me or like i don't consider much about lesbians like Mm -hmm. i don't consider what they do how they're socialized why they're socialized that way like i I don't consider lesbians much so it's never crossed my mind to think about like if i go to west hollywood while it's like for gay people and there's lesbians out there Mm -hmm. i don't go to like i don't frequent any any lesbian clubs so literally my proximity of gay people is black Gay men, niggas. So I can. <laughs> oh, that's really what, what I speak. To. I will say
2: there. Yeah. there. You will. The, I'm pretty sure L.A. will never see a lesbian club, but the lesbian nights, the little Fridays and Saturdays that we do get, are usually way better than the gay, like fantasy Fridays. The, they have good music.
1: I love Fantasy Fridays. My friends are out there. Down yeah, there.
2: they have good music. I've been to the Abbey's Trash, like any other...
1: The Abbey's become trash. Any
2: other place that, you know, where a lot of gay men tend to frequent. Because I have way more gay male friends than lesbian friends. I mean, I... Really? Yeah. That's interesting. And I think that's just because of where I live currently. And I just don't gel well with lesbians. Really? Especially the studs. Huh. Yeah, I just... We, like... We just bud heads because like I don't like the whole – I know myself, so I like to be around people who also know themselves. Mm-hmm. And I feel like more masculine women, they tend to chase an image or a certain aesthetic or – of I don't know. It's almost like this like – it's almost like it's a brand but a bad one. Oh. I, I don't <laughs> know how to describe it. It's just like you me- – <sighs> I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm
0: looking at you like this because it sounds like gay men. Really? Sounds like they're chasing something. They don't. I, 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 I think they're they're ch- they're chasing heteronormativity. So a stud yes. is chasing a, a man. Yeah. Essentially, mm-hmm. defining male characteristics. While whether you're more feminine or more masculine in a gay relationship, you're chasing some heteronormative of of portraying a woman or Mm -hmm. a masculine man. Yeah. Um, So it's, it's always this chase of not really knowing who you are, why you're that. Mm -hmm. Um, That's my experience.
2: Yeah. And I've always, most of my experience with like masculine women, especially the blacks, (laughs) they tend to like question me, like, where are you from? Why do you talk like that? Or where are you from? Yeah, just like almost like like challenging my masculinity. But it's just like, why does it need to be challenged? Why is this a part of the conversation? Right. Like, why? Yes, like I say, bitch, and I may I'm I'm feminine. I'm a woman. Like yeah. I like how I am. I don't feel the need to like fit myself into this box that you've so you know comfortably gotten yourself into. Yeah. And like, why do you feel threatened by that? I, I I experience that a lot here. I feel you. So, like I said. Lesbian friends don't need don't them. them, trash.
0: Anyway, I like lesbians, <laughs> of course. Back, <laughs> especially the ones that do come to the question at hand. Uh, hold on, how on have then. you, how you Looking said, for what? who they are? Uh, how, <laughs> she said nothing. Not how <laughs> have you dealt with? Oh, oh, you answered the question first. Yeah, you answered the question first. Mm-hmm. We're done. We're done with that. Yeah, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> so, my topic.
1: So, along the lines of embarrassing, this weekend was extremely interesting. So, I'm sure, I don't know if this happened to you guys before. But this happened a couple times in my life. But someone tried to holler at me in front of my mother. Um, luckily, my mom was actually on the phone. So, she wasn't actually there in person. But she could definitely hear what was going on. Um, and this man, by the way, looked like Santa Claus. Um, he was white? White and Old, he was at least 75, Mm. and I was in my favorite shirt, Dandy. I probably listened to you talking about sugar daddies, probably could afford your 6,500. Look, if I was on the phone with my mom, I would have been like, So let's have a conversation in the bread aisle. Um, but no, I wasn't about to do that. But, um, yeah, there's I could be in very uncomfortable situations, but I think one that I will never ever get over is someone like trying to holler at me. In front of my parents, and I think that's one of the boldest things. Like, I couldn't if I see someone with their
0: parents, I don't think I would
1: even have the courage or the audacity to like try to like, hey, boo. I don't even talk
0: to people with their friends, right? I don't,
1: I don't actually, I don't, I don't really talk to anybody. Like, I'm really horrible at flirting, to be honest. Um, Same. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> it's, it's not my thing. But uh, my you can question. Have is, four years, though. Right, you don't well, have to. I hope um, true. So my question to you guys, has there, is there any embarrassing stories that you guys have had um, with someone trying to holler mm-hmm. at you in front of your parents? Um, and also how does falling on the LGBT spectrum kind of play a role in that? Is it more embarrassing or, you know, how does that kind of play a role? And if you had, a, I don't know, me and Ken have younger siblings, um, well, sibling for you. Do you have any younger siblings?
2: No, I don't. Older.
1: Older. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we'll flip it. If, Someone hollered at you in front of your sister. How do you think that she would fe- that you that she would feel? Oh, it was my brother. Oh, your, sorry, your brother. Um,
2: excuse
3: me. Ugh.
1: Ugh. Ah. Has um, that happened to you before? Do you have any brands and stories?
2: I don't. I've never. No one's ever gone smack at me in front of my parents, ever.
0: What was that phrase? Smack
2: not quite. It was like <laughs> like you like you go smack basically. Same thing as he was saying. Just like you how at somebody try to talk to somebody. Interesting. Yeah. I like from
0: that. from is that DMV? Mhm.
1: Is that like DMV slang? Yeah. Go smack. Do y'all
0: say jawn, too? What?
2: Oh, like joint. Yeah. Joint. I say joint. Some people say joint.
1: What's joint? Oh, like a, like marijuana. Just
2: like a like a like a youngin like just... No,
0: I said John.
2: Oh, John? Yeah. I don't know what that is. Okay.
0: What is John? I think you're, it's the same think, thing. Yeah, I think it's the same. You just
2: saying, yeah, it's the same word. Just saying, like I say John, he says John.
1: So it's like a, it's
0: like a shotty, Like shouty, a, yeah, like a little
1: Zhang, little Yangin,
2: yeah, that's, youngin. Youngin. That's, it. Mm-hmm. that's
1: cute, John, you're my little Zhang,
2: <sighs> yeah. I, I mean, I've never been hit on, so I've never been hit on in front of my parents.
1: You never been hit on, period. Mm-mm. I find that very hard to believe. Nope. You're so cute.
2: Thank you, but no, I don't. I mean, much like Kendall, I... Maybe
1: didn't know that you are being hit on.
2: That's also really right. fucking possible. Because I'm oblivious when it <laughs> yeah. comes to, like, people uh, expressing interest in me. Or specifically women expressing interest in me.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: A lot of niggas, though. Um, that happens s- to this day. And mm-hmm. I don't know why <laughs> we <laughs> like we probably wear the, the same boxer briefs like this is weird and I'm honestly <laughs> thinking that it's probably just because like I have like they're in a sports bar right now so they're tamed but um, when they're not you know my titties are like two Buicks so I think mm. at that point men just see they that don't, they don't they yeah
0: god I swear they like, two Buicks I mm.
1: mean <laughs> Sorry, no. My friend How had. A, so hold on. <laughs> my friend had a Buick in high school, and we used to call her her the Titanic. Mm-hmm. And she used to honk that horn across campus. <laughs> once, once
2: Have you more. Heard a Buick another honk? awful comparison. No. Right? Sorry, you didn't uh, want be like. My, sorry, <laughs> that, Buick. It was just, brought me back. It was to just like big. high school. It, just it, was so,
1: it was so much space. We also <laughs> want her to drive. I'm a little Honda Civic Coupe. Jolene better drive the Buick. We're going to the club. Oh, mm-hmm. God. Oh. Sorry, stories. I don't want to no, go to the fine. club in the Buick. We loved it. So much space. <laughs> so
2: much space.
1: <laughs> there was so much space. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I mean, same. I got a lot of space. Um, yes. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I've never been hit on. Never been hit on in front of my parents. I've never been hit on in front of my brother. I have been in the same room with someone I was talking to at the moment. when my brother was also in the room and that was so fucking weird because me and my brother we're not super close we're like we don't we don't get too deep like we we have fun we like joke around what's the age
1: difference
2: he's six years older than me
1: oh that's kind of big yeah
2: so we've always been in two completely different places in Mm -hmm, life like as mm -hmm. soon as he would get out of high school i would get into it so we've been just always on the opposite sides but um. Yeah, that was really fucking awkward because because of our. If we were closer, it probably wouldn't have been as awkward as it was. Mm-hmm. It also doesn't help that he's so he's like a, he's very much. Do you guys watch The Good Place?
1: No,
0: no.
2: Y'all need to watch it. It's a really good show.
1: The Good. Oh wait, that's the new show with the Doctor, with right? With Kristen Bell? No, that's the Good Doctor. Oh.
2: <laughs> anyway, um, but my brother. Yeah, I am
1: blonde. Like I understand.
2: It's fine. Um,
1: <laughs> Welcome to my life, Jade.
2: I hope we can be hint, friends. Hint it's a lot to
1: digest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blonde. As I'm five.
2: just learning a lot.
0: <laughs> the good place. Ted Danson and Kristen Bell. <laughs> yes. Yes.
2: There's a character on the show. His name is Cheedy. Cheaty, He is a. Um... Damn. What is he? doesn't matter he's basically just like a like a really nerdy black guy he's like super smart super nerdy awkward as hell like that is my brother Mm -hmm. uh he's in tech like that's him okay so and then i i'm not as awkward as he is but i can be very awkward and i can like i i'm an introvert through and through so when that event happened like i was just pretending like this is i treated this i did this all wrong, but I basically I feel like I didn't know her. Mm. Cause I didn't want to deal yeah, with it. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. No. I didn't want to deal yeah. with it. Yeah. So I was insane. like, Oh hey, what's up? How old were you? Uh mm, like twenty? Okay. Like nineteen, twenty.
1: And you're out as lesbian. Yeah. Okay.
2: And this was like back when I had a greasy perm and like was wearing like three X yes, tank S tops. Pearl. So yeah it was a bad look probably why I didn't get hit on but yeah no <laughs> it was a bad look and that was just awkward but that's the closest thing Got that you. I've experienced that.
0: Um, hit on in front of my parents um okay this is the thing I, I feel like as a before <laughs> how do I go about this um so before with my parents, I have I have never come out to my parents. So we don't even need to discuss like in the recent years because I don't go out with like. I mean, it, it, when I'm with my parents these days, because I don't live with them, it's usually like at their house or like in a closed like enclosed space. And if and if we're out, we're at like a family party or something. Like I don't know where like my my family and I are out at. So, but in in years of like adolescence um i think as a male who identified as or at least from what my parents knew um identified as heterosexual it's like a badge of honor to be like like it's like a a rite of passage to be hit on by like or get why women hit on you yeah yeah and so or or me to do or do it and so like in front of them yeah, like my dad. I remember going. My dad was a truck driver, and he took me on a a, a trip one summer. Um, awful trip. Um, Where'd you go? And I don't know, like Washington state or something. He thought it was just so cool to take me in the truck, and we are stopping at whatever. <laughs> this is not the story I'm trying to tell. In a Buick. And he um do it. Go ahead. Do the sound. Because if you interrupt me, I'm gonna slap uh-uh. you. <laughs> Our guest is not amused.
2: <laughs> I just keep getting visuals of like titties doing that sound. <laughs> <Like, laughs>
1: Visualize me going to the club as a 16-year-old in a Buick. If it's a better experience. Awful. Mm. Sounds awful.
0: I'm surprised you got hit on. It sounds Ew. dusty. Yeah. Awful. Um, the car was clean. Anyway, um, I remember my dad like taking me inside the mall and very clearly telling me to let him know which women I found a. Att- I I feel like almost... What? I feel, <laughs> I feel like sometimes I was, like, forced into being gay. Because everything about male culture is <laughs> disgusting to me. I'm like... Well, like I take like, your
2: pick kind of
0: thing. But you know, and the thing is. Maybe and if we your have taste. this conversation, this is, is a whole different thing. But like I didn't identify I don't feel like I, I even explored the thought of, of liking my same sex until about seventeen, eighteen. At this point, I was like sixteen. Mm. And so like it wasn't that I didn't find women attractive, but it was just like this is fucking awkward. I don't want to yeah, do that. Yeah. Um and so, like uncles, like we go to a part, like I'm at a party and my uncles are telling me, like, oh, who's like, well, and no. I've always had, and I've always had female friends, so it's all, it's always been assumed that they were more than that. And I'm like, no, they're really just. So which one's Bay? Right, they're really just a friend. That's mm-hmm. a girl. Um, so no, not awkward like that. I think the awkwardness today comes from like the fact that I'm not out. So the awkwardness comes mm. from if I get male attention or if I find a like. I'll be out, and I'll find a male attractive, and I might stare for too long. In front of your parents. Yeah, and so maybe it's this quick. Um, Sibling? Alyssa and I are very, 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 very close. Mm -hmm. Um, So even, like, I was recently asked by a cousin. His sister and my sister are about, like, a year or two apart. And so he was asking... And he's older. Yeah. And so he was asking... He was having some issue, like some nostalgia issues with his sister growing up or whatever. And he was like, do you feel that way, about?" And I don't have that. Like, I'm happy to see her. Like, I-, I mean, if it was like a freaking pedophile or somebody that I didn't think was like appropriate for her to talk to, like, yeah, I would become protective in that way. But, like, if a respectful young gentleman came and approached her, I don't think she should feel embarrassed or, like, shy away from me. Mm-hmm. I-, I, I would hope that she would... Be able to be like, what you think about him? Like, I don't know. Right. Um, like, to have that safe space for her. Right. Because I surely didn't have it. Hello. Um, Hello. Yeah. So <clears throat> no moments of embarrassment like that. Not really. Um, I was telling my grandma this past weekend about a coworker and like a coffee mug issue that we were having at work with my coffee mug. I won't go into too many details. Mm-hmm. And my grandma was like, "Well, maybe she's trying to hit on you." And it was like a big smile on her face, like so. I think for a guy, like that's what you're. That's what's supposed to happen. Like women are supposed to hit on you, and you're supposed mm-hmm. to like react appropriately. And they're like, supposed to be right. indirect with it,
1: right? Versus, right? So, yeah. no, no, maybe good. that's why you feel like you never got hit on. People were hitting on you, and it was just indirect. Women were hitting on you, I should say. I mean, Do you feel like the way that women <laughs> hit on people is indirect, or I mean, you tell
0: me.
2: Well, lesbians are a different breed. <laughs> it's okay. a different type, but. Yeah, I feel like lesbians are very to the point. F- yeah okay yeah
0: it's like the way gay men don't approach other gay men the same way that straight men approach women like the, if straight men approached women the way that gay men approach Punch other in the men face. they'd be everybody would be Harvey Weinstein mm-hmm. yeah for gay sure. men are completely inappropriate but yeah. Beyond, mm-hmm. don't and don't be on a behind a screen.
2: But I mean, it's kind of <laughs> the same with like straight women and straight women when a straight guy hits on a straight woman. Like they're very forward because they have that they know, like, right, at least I know you like men. You know, mm. when you're in a gay space and you know that everyone in that room is attracted to the same sex, mm-hmm. and you've over that hurdle of you know, oh is she gay or she not gay, I don't know. Mm. Like I think you just gain more confidence. Right.
0: Yeah. For it.
1: Um, for me in particular, I remember there was one situation where. I, I'm not going to say I wasn't out because I was just like being 16 years old, um, but I was at dinner for Father's Day and I remember the server just being very like aggressive with like trying to hit on me and for them like on Father's if Day you even in have front of my the... sister
0: and my dad on his day. This ain't about me discernment to understand that this is inappropriate because of the setting. Not whether or not I'm out, but these are my fucking parents. Right. And you're on the clock. So, yeah. and was, and I don't but I remember my dad, like,
1: addressing it with me after, and I was just like, I mean, whatever. What
2: was he saying? Like, what was he doing? He was just Give like... Me extra bread.
1: <laughs> <laughs> bread indeed, <laughs> cheese. sourdough. Ah! Um, <laughs> that yeast? Yikes. Um No, he... <laughs>
2: that is disgust. Uh-uh. I'm gonna punch <laughs> you in your fucking face. Oh, Chase, what
0: the fuck? <laughs> Sorry. Because I was...
2: immediately got a visual.
1: Yeah, no, he was, I forgot. I of mean, this was smegma. like, this That's was 15 years Jace. ago, so I don't remember what he was saying exactly, but I just Yeast? remember bread. It's like making Jesus his creations. <laughs> Anyway, has I ever made bread from scratch? Continue yes. with what you were saying. Um, so I don't remember exactly what he was saying to me, but I remember it was very blatant and obvious that he was trying to holler at me at in front of my parents. And I just remember just being very uncomfortable. It's happened to me a couple of times. I remember uh, there's a restaurant in Palm Springs called Trio. And me and my family, uh, we usually go out of town for Christmas and so my stepmother had planned reservations at this restaurant trio da, 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 da. and i would never been there before no one's been there before and we walk in there and every man server and sorry every server in there was a man with a high booty and a big chest and a very tight white button-up and i think it took high about booty. 15 minutes to be like oh this is a gay establishment i noticed it right away um but my son, there's a lot of men in here. They're all they're all very attractive. of these men are like this is like K two four in West Hollywood, but like in Palm Springs. Uh. Um but it was it was kind of funny and that night was kind of like, oh okay. And I don't I'm okay with people hollering at me, but that's one of the most uncomfortable sp- spaces that I've been in. Like in front of particularly my mother. Like my stepmom, like we're cool, like we she told me something crazy this morning about prep um and oh, me taking my right. pills, and she was inappropriate okay,
0: but um,
2: what kind of pills did
1: we leave her prep
0: right Pre-exposure prophylactic okay. it's a preventative we got, for it. HIV. We, got it. we got it what I just don't want you to go any further in the story.
1: no, I was just letting her know what prep is and our listeners as well. um,
2: oh, I don't know what it is we you mentioned pills, and so I didn't know, yeah, yeah, sure from our it. conversation earlier um. Website.
1: Oh my God! But <laughs> I like you, <laughs> lover. Bang bang, lover. Uh-uh. Um, stop! So, stop! <laughs> got you right let back. that be the last
0: time. <laughs> he doesn't know how to do that. I don't. He doesn't know how to let um, it go.
1: And so, but as far as my siblings go, I mean, I'm the oldest of five, and it's kind of been something that I've had to get used to, and that's it's, it's got an easier as. The siblings get older. Yeah, you know, because I, I mean, Tyler Penny, who used to be the producer for the show, like I remember her being freaked out about me. I remember one particular situation in particular where I was at H and M and some guy was trying to hit on me in front of her,
0: and I was so uncomfortable I just like left. And he was cute too, but I didn't want to like. I was like, uh, yeah, I think that'd be different. Like somebody trying to hit on me in front of Alyssa might make me a little really a little more than your parents. Um or even? Prefer, I prefer this is the thing. I'd prefer you to have like I don't want anybody that's willing to hit on me in front of my parents. Let's just say that. Like, I want you to have discernment and know that that's weird like don't do it. yeah, parents are weird, but sister I, I mean still that's my point. I'm like bit. I would feel I, I might feel something that has nothing to do. They don't know it's my sister per se. um yeah, so yeah,
2: I would feel like they'd be judging me on what I'm saying. Like, if my brother was there and, like, a girl came up to me and started talking to me, like, I would start thinking about what he's thinking about what I'm saying. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, a smooth operator? By no means. My,
0: My sister gives me so much, like, flack about, like, when I say the brand or like how I like my inflated sense of self, it's, like she yeah. gives me so much shit about shit like that. So she, I mean, that's the net. Like I'd feel so awkward because mm-hmm. she'd be, she'd be, I'd feel like I'd be roasted as soon as you got in the car. Yes. Mm.
2: Right. But now that you mentioned that if it was flipped and my right. brother,
1: Oh, I, we already got a taste. Oh of you.
2: yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's going down as soon as we get into yeah. the car i will be like, oh. Call that bitch. Oh, so, so you, uh, how was that? <laughs> you, uh. So, you just. Where are you gonna take her? Right. <laughs> your balls? What you gonna wear? Like, you, just ask, just...
0: you just asked your mama for some money. <laughs> mm-hmm. How you taking her? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm busting all the that's balls. That's my sister. She'd be like, I know how much you make. <laughs> <laughs> what you you're gonna do? You ain't going go to no mastros. That'd be it. <laughs> Aw. <laughs> um, but that, I mean, but that's how I think about with. like I said, I would never, I don't, I try not to approach people with friends. Because I know me and my friends, if I thought you were ugly, I'd be like, girl, you ain't talking to him. Mm -hmm. Same thing. I'd be like, I'm not. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Like, yeah.
1: But that's what friends
0: are for. Yeah.
2: So wait, would you let your friend talk to somebody that was ugly, who you thought was ugly? Or would you let them do their their thing? No,
1: I I feel like beauty is within the inside. I really, honestly, truly believe that. You what? What'd you say?
2: That's like strike seventeen.
1: My like strike?
2: You are you are funny. Uh, why am I funny? You are like a character. I'm so happy I came here. <laughs> this is great because like hearing the episode, like hearing the hashtag
0: beauties in the inside.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it is. The liver looks great. <laughs>
1: Okay, look. I'm, okay, I will say. It's in the <laughs> eye <laughs> of the
0: beholder,
1: Jace. The, what I. You. Beauty's on the inside, the eye of the beholder. The same thing. Mm-hmm, sir. I'm not talking about physical. I'm not looking at your lungs.
0: I gotta go. Okay. We're gonna anyways. have to do the shout out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I feel like this is my fault. <laughs> I feel like if Char was here, no. this your would your not fault. have oh my gone. God, no.
0: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. No, it, no. Sh- <laughs> she would just be yelling. Yeah, yelling and flinging her hands around. Mm-hmm. Um, Jace, are you done? I think so, yeah. <laughs> Going into the shout out, Jesus Christ. Um, he takes so much out of me, guys. Like, I come in here exhausted, <laughs> and then Jace just he finishes you out. I love you too, Kendall. Um, I love you. What's love got to do with it? Nope. <laughs> um, no. My shout out goes out to Ryan Murphy and his mm-hmm. um, creative team. That part. Uh, because he's making television history. Mm-hmm. Um, we heard about his show, um, po- Pose. Yeah. yeah. Um, Pose months ago, I would almost argue over a year ago. Um, but now it's coming into the pilot begins in November. Um, and he has casted the largest number of transgender actors in, f- as series regulars in, in T V history. Um and Friend to the show, Angelica Ross is one of those hey, women. Angelica. And Janet Mock is a writer on the show. Hey Janet. Um Ryan so when so I say that I heard this heard about this months ago and I was a little skeptical about when I heard the premise and where it could go. Um, you know, I'm a huge believer in, in, you know, you never know where well-intentioned white people can do. Um, so, you know, it's exploring the ballroom scene in New York and doing things. That I wasn't sure if Ryan Murphy was well-versed in. So I was like, I don't know where this could go. But he, the, he has staffed his writing room with consultants and, and people that are immersed not in the past, Not only in the past, but in the present of the culture that he's trying to portray. And so I think that it's an awesome premise and an awesome representation and representation matters. And these transgender characters, these transgender people are going to be playing transgender characters, which is crucial. Because um, when you have representations like the most popular show that represents a transgender character, Transparent, that's Mm -hmm. played by a man, it reinforces these stereotypes and these notions. Um, I don't know what I, I said. Stereotypes and series. series is turned on. I don't pop understand. In. Um, but anyway, yes, Kendall. Um, the premise is set in the 1980s and Pose looks at the juxtaposition of several segments of life and society in New York. The rise of the luxury Trump era universe, the downtown social and literary literary scene and the ballroom, the ball culture world. Um, so I'm fascinated by this. Um, I don't watch all of Ryan Murphy's stuff, but I think that he's super talented. And so I'm excited um, that one Janet Mock is a TV writer now. Yes. Like, Accolades. Like what? And um, Angelica Ross is casted in something else. She'll she'll be working with Whoopi Goldberg on a project that's, that we had, we talked about a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, she's returning to Claws for season two. And now Ryan Murphy. So not only get your text, but get this representation mm-hmm. out there.
2: And like most of the I, I, I believe I read the same article or at least an article talking about the same thing mm-hmm. um, this morning. And in that cast, so many people of color. Yes. If not yeah. all of them. Yes. Yeah.
0: That's, so that's another thing. So we have Transparent that features a, a white mm-hmm. uh, lead character. And then and then Laverne's pretty much been written off of Orange is the New Black um and and so it it's really awesome to see this and 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 i don't care for what lee daniels does with uh star and and um what's her name i'm sorry amaya um, Amaya scott's character oh. mm-hmm. uh so I, i'm happy to see what this can do because it clearly will be intersections of, of different representations of transgender into um, it yeah i'm excited for it yeah i saw the article today and I'm,
2: I'm i might get cable
0: yeah. yeah, at least the cable, at least my Spectrum, at least the app. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a Hulu account. Congrats. So um, thank you so much for being
1: here, Jade. Yeah, no thank you so much. I I I enjoy you like that much
0: more. Thanks. Yeah, got some like, insight into your I, shade, and it is it is unparalleled. And I appreciate it. I'm a it. good person. <laughs> at the end of the day, yes. <laughs> no, you're a beautiful person. Thanks. You?
2: Thanks for having me. This was fun. I was like. I was like, I don't know, like, on the way here, because, like, I know how my show goes. I know how you all show goes. And I was like, these some smart-ass niggas up here. So, I don't know.
1: No, that's just Kendall. Char, too. You I'm, know, Jace. I'm the blonde one. What?
0: You, you are. Mm-hmm. You have a master's degree. I no, I didn't guess. say I was I wasn't trying to discount myself at all. I was simply. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be clear. I, I, I was simply saying, um, you're not dumb. You just play dumb. I don't play dumb. I really am blonde.
2: What is the truth?
1: I am blonde. Like I've always been like Ditzy. I'm not stupid. I'm just Ditzy. Fair enough. Thank you
0: all for listening. <laughs> <laughs> and um you get know, you a Buick. I'm has- leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag all, all the stuff that you're supposed to. Right. I'm not saying it again.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Kidding. Bye Love guys. You. Bye. Bye. Thanks. Bye.